0: Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a minute and thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you leave a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you're getting this from. Watch my daily radio shows live stream on rumble.com slash Casey the host. And I'm moving away from Facebook onto Telegram. So please follow me on Telegram at Casey the host. And of course, my website, which is a conservative news aggregator. You can get all of the best real news every single day. Plus my daily show prep podcast videos and more the burning truth.us and if you like knives kydex holsters pepper spray and hidden cameras make sure you do your shopping at asdefense.com enjoy the show talk 95.3 michiana's news channel your breaking news and weather station good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel i am your host casey hendrickson cover for pat miller today on news talk 1190 1075 fm I want to thank the Fort Wayne audience for joining the Michiana audience. Uh, the breaking news this afternoon, school shooting in northern Detroit. There is uh, six people injured. There's no fatalities. The gunman is in custody. They haven't released a lot of information beyond that. This is at Oxford High School in Oakland, Detroit. Uh, again, we don't have a ton of information about what went on, but uh, luckily nobody is dead. And the shooter is in custody. And, of course, as uh, they release information, we'll pass it on to all of you. But right now, it's, it's not an active situation at all. We don't have motive or anything like that. So we'll continue uh, to update you as new information comes through. We're not expecting a bunch today during the show, just for clarification purposes. also want to thank r and Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. r and Car Company are your used car experts. Find them online at rbcarcompany.com. Let them know that I sent you. All right, so I'm just going to start things off. It's uh, it's the, officially the holiday season, right, Josh? Yeah, you know, we we get into uh, Black Friday. By the way, ASD did okay on Black Friday. Appreciate the uh, the business for everybody. We now kick off our annual Merry Stabbing Sale. So if you're looking for a stabby pokey knife thing or a holster or something like that, go to ASDFence.com. So we have we have the season of giving too, and that's that's part of the whole Thanksgiving season. You come into the holidays, people want to give money to charities. And Josh, what's the what's probably the the biggest tradition when it comes to christmas time charity toys for tots is you know what you got me on that one all right what's besides toys for toys for tots what do you see everywhere you go to every store you got that sound you get the salvation army right and do you donate to the salvation army on a regular basis If you got change, okay, I have donated to the Salvation Army, I think, every single Christmas season, going back to my teenage years, and they will never get another dime from me ever again. Ever. Done with you. Casey, what about all the the poor people and, and everything that they help? Sorry, find another charity. I'm never giving the Salvation Army another dime. Screw you guys. I'm finished. I'm finished and I'm done. And here's the thing. You know I'm pro-charity. Josh is nodding his head. He knows. You know I'm pro-charity. You know that I support charitable causes. I don't talk about a lot of it. Some of it we do talk about because we have radiothons benefiting those causes. For those of you in WoWo, you got your penny pitch. Every single year, an amazing charitable drive for great organizations in your area. Charity is good. I will never, personally, I will never give the Salvation Army another dime. Ever. This is not okay. People have to start making tough decisions. And some of those tough decisions are going to be things that are going to affect your lifestyle. Give you a a prime example. Disney Plus, not in my house anymore. They're just not. Did I enjoy The Mandalorian? Yep. I told you, how many times you hear me talk about The Mandalorian, Josh? Loved The Mandalorian. Mandalorian was the best piece of Star Wars that had probably ever been done. And I'm including the original three movies. Not watching it. Not watching The Book of Boba Fett. Not watching any of the spin-offs from it. Even though they finally have the right people in place to make Star Wars content. Not doing it. Star Trek. Always been a Star Trek fan, too. Yeah, not watching it. Sorry, Why? Because I am not going to support people who just automatically assume because of the color of my skin, don't have any idea about my background, my familial background, who my friends and family are, calling me a Nazi, calling me a white supremacist, telling me that I want to murder people, people who have death fantasies about my children, not going to give them any money. Sorry, not going to happen. Does that affect my my downtime in the middle of the night when I can't watch something that I enjoy? Sure it does. Absolutely. But what happens if you keep giving them money? You incentivize them to go out there and continue to demonize you and your loved ones and your family. I'm not doing that. You have to understand something. We are at a point in our society where there are polite disagreements. And that's what most of you have an interaction with throughout your day, right? Your your family, your friends, your coworkers, you have polite disagreements, but y'all get along at the end of the day. You go slap back some beers or whatever drink you drink, and you can hang out together without any problems. I've, I've talked about a particular coworker here in this building. She and I could not be more polar opposite to one another. And we absolutely love each other because she is an amazing person. She doesn't hate me. She knows that I don't hate her. It's, we have disagreements on a bunch of stuff. I think that her logic is flawed. I can prove that her logic is flawed, but I don't need to press the issue because we get along and why would I want to end the friendship over something like that right she She accepts me for me. I accept her for her. We have differences, not a big deal every it seems like every presidential election you got those neighbors there's like that one that one group of neighbors throughout the country where it's like one person is voting for somebody, the other person is voting for somebody They got their their yards and their sign, and like, and we're still friends, right? That's what most Americans are like. That's not what you're presented with every single day, because many of you exist on social media, and that's the cesspool of, of the human existence. That's where losers go to complain because they can't be punched in the face. That's what it is. There are some people who are professional on social media. That's their job. That's what they're doing. There's that. And then you've got, you know, trolls. These are people who are too cowardly to do it to your face. Which is why, hey Josh, isn't it weird how none of the people who say that they're gonna do stuff to me never show up in any of my live remotes. Why is that? How how about every time I do a pass the mic and there's always somebody hopping onto the restaurant's page and going, why would you have that racist over there? Again, keep in mind, I've dated more Mexican women than these people have ever met. Okay? But I I am anti-Latino, I'm anti Hispanic, I'm anti anything not white, which is obscenely it, it, crazy but i digress why is it that every time you know what come on out this is an open discussion pass the mic is an open discussion we do question and answer session last sometimes it lasts about an hour much to john's chagrin It's supposed to last a half an hour complete your case in front of everybody they never do that why is why do you why do you think they don't do that josh what what's the what's it oh because they're cowards They're what we call keyboard warriors. So you take their keyboard away from them and they have no ability to fight whatsoever. And even when they're using the keyboard, they're not all that brave. They're not all that intelligent. They're not all that smart. I know I'm redundant, but I have to repeat myself because, again, we're dealing with keyboard warriors who aren't very bright. This is why I call them amoebas. They're single-cell organisms that don't have higher thought capacity. And when the Salvation Army goes out there and they tell people this holiday season, by the way, happy Hanukkah to our Jewish listeners out there. And they go, this holiday season, what you white people should do is drop an apology in our bell ringers box for all of the horrible things you've done to black Americans. Yeah, you know what? Screw you. Good luck with your fundraising effort. I've always tolerated the bell ringers. As annoying as the bell ringers are, and everybody knows that the bell ringers are annoying, the bell ringers know that they are annoying. But it always went for a good cause, so we tolerated it, right? I'm not so sure we have to tolerate it anymore. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about this. Coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, and covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, WOWA 1075 FM. Michiana's News Channel is everywhere. The top news and issues on Facebook and on Twitter at 95.3 MNC. Casey Hendrickson. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Your breaking news. You know, it's always a good day when you can start your show off, Josh, by telling everybody not to donate to charity. Happy holidays. White donors. Salvation Army wants you to offer a sincere apology for systemic racism. You know, when we were on stage with Brian Kilmeade for MNC's Noise, I am also covering for Pat Miller today on News Talk 1190. I want to thank the Fort Wayne audience for joining us. When we were on stage with Brian Kilmeade, for noise this year and people were asking um, some one of the questions submitted and in, in Brooklyn I think is one that read it is there systemic racism in America and of course you know Brian Kilme gave the the standard answer which is we're the most diverse society anybody's ever seen uh and uh, the fact that we don't have um you know large swaths of systemic racism in this country is amazing and I, I pointed out that there is systemic racism in this country though it's in Detroit. It's in Chicago. It's in New York City. It's in Los Angeles. It's in every major metropolitan area run by Democrats, because they do everything they can to be systemically racist in order to keep this whole notion of systemic racism alive. You know, we had the the, the mayoral race after Pete Buttigieg decided to go ahead and and run for president because he couldn't run for Senate, and we had the other the other candidates running, and you know. One of the questions was asked of the Republican, Sean Haas, is, is there systemic racism in South Bend? He goes, I I don't think there is. And, bless you. And everybody freaked out, right? Everybody freaked out when, when he was asked that question. It's numerous, you know, political uh, political bigwigs in South Bend. Are out there. Of course there's systemic racism. All the Democrats in South Bend, there's absolutely systemic racism everywhere in the city of South Bend. Okay. Uh, The last time there was a Republican mayor in South Bend was 1972, before I was born. And I could not find the last time there was a Republican city council. Couldn't find it. So if there is systemic racism in the city of South Bend, it is by Democrats. Because Republicans haven't had control. And it is that way all over the country. And it's it's weird how you find these these large swaths of of the United States where there's massive racial angst, and wouldn't you know it, they're all run by Democrats. There's not large swaths of racial angst in places run by Republicans, and a lot of those places are extraordinarily diverse. Because now that's where you get that brain dead keyboard warrior. Josh who goes, well, that's because Republicans only run places that are that are predominantly white. It's not true. So you've got the Salvation Army saying just, you, know, if you, you white donors out there, just, just drop a little sincere apology to black people for systemic racism. And this is a part of their official training program now. This is in their manual now. So they've defended it because naturally people are a little upset about it. The Salvation Army is defending a woke anti-racism training guide that it sent to employees and donors that discouraged colorblindness and advised white staff members to apologize for being white. The internal racism guide was leaked earlier this month and was supposed to be an attempt to redirect the conversation about racism, according to the Salvation Army spokesperson. How how about this? Don't have that discussion. Raise money for people in need and take advantage of people's charity during the holiday season. Keep your stupid mouths shut. How about that? Remember when Starbucks was trying this nonsense? I don't need to get into a racial debate with a 16-year-old dweeb who doesn't know anything about race history in this country. I want my coffee. Keep your mouth shut. I don't care if you spell my name wrong as long as I get the order right so I can go about my day. As I've I've always asked my producers, you imagine, first of all, you know it's a bad situation if I'm going into Starbucks in the morning to get a coffee because that doesn't happen. So if I'm going into Starbucks... I'm already not in the best mood. Now it's early in the morning, and instead of getting me said coffee, Josh, you want to debate me about political and social issues? How's that going to end? Not great. Starbucks realized that was a bad idea. They have backed away from it. Here's the thing. Just make your products. Just make your pro- If you're the CEO, you're a stockholder, you want to be a philanthropist about some issue, fine. People don't go to Starbucks because Starbucks is woke. That's not why they go there, okay? People did buy Black Rifle Coffee when Black Rifle Coffee was appearing to stand up for certain segments of our population. Black Rifle Coffee violated that trust. Now a lot of people don't buy Black Rifle Coffee anymore. There are companies that are built on causes. They're always meant to be niche. They're always meant to be boutique. And there are other companies that are built to sell To the broadest possible audience that you could imagine and when you violate that trust and become niche you lose a lot of business that's just how it works now the unfortunate part of the Salvation Army deciding to well implement a racist doctrine against white people the problem is that the people that they do help they're now going to suffer all because this the they hired some diversity idiots, and this diversity idiot is a racist, hates white people. I could go into a large swath of this, but I'm not going to spend the entire hour on this person. There's no reason to. We've given you the basic gist here. the rest will be in the daily show prep at the Burningtruth.us after the show, if you really wanted to dive into this. And it's, it's worth your time. It is, because you need to start going on offense. How many times have you heard me say this? Time to go on offense. Stop playing defense. If they're going to attack you, fine. Don't give them your money. If they're going to go after you in, in a non-polite way, all right. Take your business elsewhere. Don't give them any time of day. When Arnold Schwarzenegger insults you for several years, calls you names, makes fun of you and mocks you, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger gets on the press conferences, Please start watching movies again. Hollywood is going broke. Please, we need you in our audience. Please flip him off and tell him to go pound sand. That's what you need to do. Go on offense. Stop letting them walk all over you because they have a product or a service that you would enjoy. There's lots of other companies out there that do that, too. we got a lot to get to today. Tons of legal stuff. It's going to be a busy day. More coming up, Ninety-five 95-3 MNC. Also covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, WOWA, 107.5 FM. We sit down to do the show five minutes before the show. There was six injured in that shooting in Oakland, Detroit, and no fatalities. Now there are six people injured and three fatalities. Gunman is in custody. So the statistics are getting worse. Uh, We'll continue to update you on that shooting again. I was at a school. Uh, We'll continue to update you on that throughout the rest of the day as we get more information. No word yet on motive that has been confirmed. Uh, Some rumors are flying, but rumors always fly when you have a breaking event like that. But we'll continue to give you those new updates as they come through. So once again, uh, the latest update from a half an hour ago is now there are three fatalities, six wounded in the school shooting in Detroit. All right, so... Jussie Smollett, or as Dave Chappelle calls him, Juicy Smolet. he has once again played the victim. Day one of his trial has started three years ago. Can you believe it has been three years? I know I said that yesterday. It does not feel like three years ago that Jussie Smollett lied about being the victim of a bunch of white supremacist, homophobic Trump supporters in the middle of Of the coldest night of the year it was a two or three in the morning in Chicago in a very well-known gay neighborhood. And they, of course, you know, in all of him being bundled up and everything else, they they picked him out. Yeah, they they picked him out. They knew exactly who he was and what show he was on, because, again, homophobic, white supremacist Trump supporters watch Empire. Josh, that's that's the regular thing on their on their list. So he lied to everybody three years ago. He got busted, lied to everybody three years ago. He still maintained that he's the r- really the victim here. Uh, so Jesse Smollett is a real victim of a real crime, his attorney said at the ex-Empire actor's trial, which started yesterday, rejecting the prosecutor's allegations that he staged a homophobic and racist attack in Chicago. Keep in mind, we are going to hear from the brothers who say that he paid them. There is a check that he paid them. He says the check was for... Personal training, that story hasn't really stood up either, but I digress. You know, the, the trial is happening. We all know what happened. The trial is happening, though. Uh, defense attorney Nenye UK, I'm probably butchering that, uh, said the two brothers attacked Smollett on January 2019 because they didn't like him and that a $3,500 check the actor paid the men was for training so he could prepare for an upcoming music video not as payment for staging a hate crime as prosecutors have alleged. Uh, prosecutors aren't the only ones that allege that. The brothers that he paid $3,500 to have been alleging that for years. A uh, defense attorney also suggested a third attacker was involved and told jurors that he is not a, there is not a shred of physical and forensic evidence linking Smollett to the crime prosecutors allege. He then said Smollett is a real victim. Of course, there is not a shred of physical or forensic evidence linking Smollett to being a victim of a hate crime. That's the other aspect of all of this. Uh, so anyway, here we go. The prosecutor, Justy Smollett, staged a racist and homophobic assault and told police that he was the victim after the television studio where he worked didn't take hate mail that he had received seriously. That's what the prosecutor said during an opening statement. In the ex Empire Actors Trial Monday. There was some questions about uh that that hate mail coming in being from him, right? Don't you remember that, Josh? That the uh, the hate mail that went into the studio, like he had orchestrated that too, right? I remember I have to go back through my notes. Because so, it, again, it's been three years. It hasn't felt like it, but it's been three years. Uh Smollett has maintained that he was attacked in downtown Chicago in January of twenty nineteen. That's okay. Um, you know, was it Bubba Wallace? Still maintains that he saw news. So go figure. Uh, what else do we have here? When he reported the fake hate crime that was a that was a real crime, uh, said Kim uh, was it? Uh, hold on, what's her name? Want to get the actual name correct here? Um, Dan Webb, his name. Excuse me, Dan Webb uh, said that the actor recruited two brothers to help him carry out the fake attack, then reported it. Uh, To Chicago police, let's not forget this all come out in the trial, too, but just, you know, friendly reminder for the stuff that I can draw off the top of my memory. Uh, The police knew right away that Smollett was lying, but they still investigated and they put a lot of officers uh, from the Chicago PD on this case. Remember, they had surveillance video of him him actually casing the surveillance cameras in the area so he knew where to stage said fake hate hate crime, so that way it would avoid the cameras and stuff of that nature. And they had a bunch of other evidence, too. And in the, the air quote noose that was wrapped around his neck being a very strange one, the fact that he refused to allow security to report it. He <laughs> he refused any assistance. There's just a bunch of stuff that's that's weird with this case, which is why we all knew he was lying pretty early on. Uh, well, I should say for those of us who paid attention to it knew he was lying very early on, uh, a lot of others for months and months still continued to maintain the farce, even when the case fell apart. So, um, he's b- being charged with what, um, class four felony, I believe on this one because of this. So day one of the trial. So we'll, we'll see how this all goes. But again, the brothers, uh, they're the ones that have been blowing the whistle on this for some time. So the brothers are saying, Hey, you know, he paid us to do this and it was all designed to get him attention. I guess there were some contract negotiations happening on empire and that sort of thing, which he got, he eventually got fired from, but, uh, this is, this is going to be an interesting one. You got that. You got the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. We'll cover that a little bit later on today. Lots of legal updates are going to be happening for the foreseeable future. Oh, and prepare yourself. We'll talk about this next. Prepare yourself for yet another legal update involving the Cuomos. We have learned that Chris Cuomo's involvement in trying to cover for his brother, the former governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo's crimes. Chris Cuomo, of course, with It's Not News at CNN that he was much more involved in the cover-up and helping his brother and intimidating his brother's accusers than we had previously thought. And from what we already did know, it was already really bad. So we'll tell you what new has been discovered about Chris Cuomo helping his brother Andrew Cuomo out coming up on Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel and also covering for Pat Miller on Newstock 1190, WOWA, 107.5 FM. I was just getting the uh, the low down on open enrollment. As most of you know, I do an annual open enrollment show about the insurance package offered by this company, which is usually a lot better than what many of you have to deal with. And it is still god-awful. It's not the company's fault. It's Obamacare and everything else. But um, I like going through it, especially now that I pay so much less than all of you. (laughs) Before, it used to be... It was a maddening experience where I just went through it and I was able to explain this is what the insurance actually means. This is what's available to us. And, you know, just from our company's perspective, because, again, our company actually has done a really good job of keeping prices down. And I know that that is a shocker for for younglings like Josh, who saw the price of it and goes, what in the world um, is, is happening here? But. Uh, then when you hear how much I pay for insurance every single day. So maybe I'll do that tomorrow. We were supposed to have our open enrollment meeting today. It was, uh, they had a personal one this morning. I wasn't able to make it, and they had uh, two Zoom ones, but the email's down, so I didn't have the Zoom link. So I missed some of that. So as soon as I get the information, we'll do that show. I'm also covering for Pat Miller today, uh, who has the, the same insurance options <laughs> as us. Uh, Pat Miller on News Talk Newstalk 1190.com. FM. All right, Chris Cuomo, his role in covering up for his big brother is a lot more than we thought it was. And it was already really bad. If if it wasn't CNN, Chris Cuomo would have been fired. Well, maybe he wouldn't have been fired by MSNBC. If it was a credible news agency, he would have been canned. CNN anchor Chris Cuomo had a bigger role than previously known in helping defend his brother, disgraced former Democrat, New York Governor, excuse me, New York Governor, Andrew Cuomo. It's a very weird way that they wrote that. Uh, From sexual harassment allegations that forced him out of office, newly released transcripts and text messages show all of this. Now, friendly reminder, Cuomo should not have been thrown out of office for sexual harassment. Cuomo should have been thrown out of office for getting thousands and thousands of senior citizens killed by putting sick people in nursing homes then lying about it and covering it up. Now, if that doesn't tell you how messed up the left's priorities are, I don't know what will. A TV journalist offered to reach out, reach out to sources, including other reporters, to find out whether more women were going to come forward and relayed what he was hearing to his brother's advisors, according to the materials made public on Monday. He also sparred with the former governor's aides over strategy, urging an apologetic tone and critiquing an early statement that he saw as downplaying the allegations. I'm Italian. I touch people. That was essentially what Andrew Cuomo said. Uh, I know a lot of Italian people. They don't do that. <laughs> they really don't. Uh, he accused the top eight of hiding information from his brother. At the same time, Chris Cuomo told investigators that he spoke regularly with his brother, coaching him on his response and admonishing him for bad judgment. Now, here's the thing. I told you before, it's family. I get somebody helping their family. The problem is he shouldn't have been on the air while this was happening. Uh, Chris Cuomo previously acknowledged that it was a mistake to act on his brother's unofficial advisor, but the full extent of his involvement, including using journalistic contacts to scope out accusers, only became clear with Monday's release of his July interview with investigators and 169 pages of text messages, emails, and other communications. A uh, friendly reminder that he was told not to do this, and he continued to do it anyway, lying to CNN. Uh, let's see, where was the other part of it? Um, prior to his brother having become I- immersed in a scandal, he made regular appearances on the show uh, to grandstand about his handling the, of the coronavirus, later proven to be false. Under the after the governor was revealed to have concealed thousands of deaths by undercounting the fatalities in nursing homes, uh, where his policies had forced healthy and infected residents to commingle. Uh, The News media told you all that that was a conspiracy theory, that that wasn't true. And now, of course, we've had to, well, the news media's had to admit that it was true and that nobody was actually lying. Uh, In fact, even de Blasio, New York City Mayor de Blasio, last night or this morning admitted that Cuomo undercounted and hid the true scope of senior citizen deaths. Of course, the new governor, who used to be the lieutenant governor, one of the first things she did was admit that Cuomo was lying about those. But... Um, He also, this is one of the other things, too, that Chris Cuomo, he wasn't just using journalistic contacts to figure out if more accusers were coming forward. He was using journal, his, his journalistic contacts, even though he's not a journalist. He was using his journalistic contacts to dig up dirt on the accusers to feed it to his brother's staff. So his brother's staff could do what the Clintons did to all of Bill Clinton's accusers and go out there and destroy their integrity. Uh, well, not destroy their integrity, but character assassinations, which that's what I meant to say. So that's what he was doing. So he was digging up everything he possibly could about any of these accusers in order to give it to his brother's people. So he's using his position as somebody on television for CNN to go ahead and basically character assassinate the people that were accusing his brother of sexual assault and harassment. All the while, Chris Cuomo himself sexually assaulted a coworker and admitted it and wrote an apology to her husband. Not to her, Josh. To her husband. Friendly reminder, CNN's being purchased by another company, and that company has made it very clear that a lot of folks who are currently at CNN aren't going to be there much longer when the merger goes forward. Uh, They want to hire, and, and I quote now the CEO, they want to hire real journalists and get back to doing real news we'll see we'll see what happens don't forget you can watch us online rumble.com slash casey the host hang out with us during the commercial breaks and of course during the segments you can chat with other people and you can also hit that subscribe button that would help me out quite a bit trying to grow that rumble channel since uh, youtube doesn't let us do anything Go to rumble.com slash Casey, the host more coming up 95, three MNC. And also on News stock, 1190, 107, five FM.